Hello, and welcome to episode... Is it 11? It is 11. Ep- it's an episode of 11. Of 11. Number 11. At the episode, Brodello, from... From where? From where? From where? where are we? And <laughs> are we live? <laughs> it's the little red light on outside. I wish we had one. I'd be tempted to go with a post-it note sometimes. Recording live. Yeah. We'll probably forget it, though, and then people will think we're recording forever. So, so how was your weekend? My my weekend was good. It was filled with barbecue, as you know. I know, because I was there, too. Yes, I got quite drunk on my own beer, and then went for a nap. So that means that it was a successful beer, I guess. Yep. Um, and a successful barbecue. The mm-hmm. most successful barbecue is one where I'm not there. Mm-hmm. But it's I find that's, that's actually the case, that the most successful barbecues are ones without Hussein. It's well, there amazing. You so, <laughs> yes, and I have brought in some beer for people at work. He did. I'm very exciting. Yeah. I've already finished most of it. So. Good. Drunk at the Brodello. <laughs> I was talking about bringing some in for the potluck that we're having later this week. Well, the potluck you're having. We, including not you, mm-hmm. and probably not the listener. Unless the listener is, is the Firehose developer team. I don't think any Firehose developers listen to the podcast, though. Mm. They don't know what they're missing. They probably do, actually. <laughs> they've heard of it from other people. <laughs> and they've spoken to us. I just want to have a call-out to my lunch today, because it's awesome. It, it does is, look pretty good, steak actually. steak and a portobello mushroom and mashed potatoes. Oh, it's a, but it's also breaded, isn't mm-hmm. it? Breaded and cheesed. I assumed it was uh, aubergine slash eggplant. No, it looks kind of like that because it's that color, but it's actually a mushroom with stuff in it. That looks that looks pretty good. Can you give me the recipe or something so I can make Jesse make it? Because that looks pretty <laughs> delicious. Actually, Maggie just made up the recipe. I think it's literally just a mushroom with breadcrumbs and cheese and herbs on it and probably oil. It. Okay, good. Yeah, that looks that looks delicious. We're going out to the Daily Catch today. Oh, nice. Having been there a couple of... I heard some, Sometime last week, and it was utterly delicious, so I'm going again, because we have a friend over. We seem to be doing a An lot English of hosting friend? lately. Hmm? Friend from England again? Yes. I don't have any other friends. I don't make friends <laughs> in America. <laughs> you have a lot of friends who come who make the trip, though. Yes. I think it's just convenient. It's just like, mm, well, I could go on a holiday and I not have to just stop over in, uh, yeah. in America for a few minutes. So yeah, this this guy was going to see someone play at the World Cup in Miami, um, probably England, uh, and he was like, "Well, you know, since I'm in America, lots of <laughs> lots of people back home make that mistake because you know, in in a country that's only like 700 miles top to bottom, you also assume that all other countries are 700 miles top to bottom. bottom. Well, it's something like 700 miles to Florida, right? I've no idea." Um, Maybe it's a thousand. But yeah, everybody assumes that they can just pop over to that other place. You know, <laughs> I'm going to pop over to San Francisco for the weekend. Yeah, just no, stop by. no, you're not. So yeah, and, and I have someone else who's coming over for a conference next week. Oh, you're very busy. Yeah, I'm actually quite tempted to turn my house into um, a hotel so we can expense it. How would you do that? Um, I'd just have a receipt or list no. myself on Airbnb or something. I don't know. I actually have to talk to him about it. Would you mind engaging in some massive fraud? <laughs> you just, just just pay me money to stay at my house and then charge your company. Exactly. White-collar mm. crime isn't really a crime. Well, certainly not prosecuted like one. Yes. Unless, you, unless you're bad at it and poor. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, if you're poor, then you're just going to rob a bank or something instead. Yeah. I was reading a good article about a family that robbed banks together. Like, the dad went, nah, we're a bit skint, and then he robbed a bank on his own and, and got away with it. And he was um, like, oh man, my family would enjoy this. Yeah, basically. It the was, family well, that robs could, together, jails together. I could I could do with a, a getaway driver, and I could do with somebody else to manage the customers and, and stuff. So he like approached his son, and then approached his daughter, and then they teamed up and <laughs> were like the A-team of bank robbing exactly once, and then they got caught. That was kind of sad. Yeah. I would have preferred if they went on the long 
bank robbing spree. It would be a good story. It would be a much better story. Bank robbing really seems like one of those victimless crimes to me because the yes, like, the victim is a large bank. And well, no, it's not. It's not even. It's the insurance company that underwrites the bank. So it's and even I, I hear even less yeah. about insurance companies than I do about banks. So. Agreed. I mean, I guess it all filters back to us. Yeah. I don't know what percentage, what costs the bank insurance costs to me. Um, would you like to do the BC honors so we can talk about those things? All right. I think we're ready for Boat Corner. Good. So I went on a big boat. On like a ship. It wasn't, it wasn't quite a ship. Um, it was, it was a sonar. Um, it was the biggest boat that CBR Bing! Oh, I see. Bing! That's the joke you're making. Yes, it was It was quite good. We went out at night. I got to drive it for a little bit, despite the fact that I'm not rated. Did um, you drive it into anything? Nope. Well, I drove it into some water. Well, I mean, that's, that's okay. That's yeah. what boats are good at. So I correctly handled the boat. Well done. I was actually talking to the guy that was skippering it, though, and he was talking about courageous sailing, which is another sailing school up on the harbour. So their ratings go red, yellow, green, rather than green, yellow, red. Um... <laughs> But also, like their their ratings no, will take you further and further out. So the red rating, you can like basically stay in the harbour, mm-hmm. um, not even that. And the yellow rating, you can go a bit further out. And the green rating, you can actually you go out to the islands. The sea. No, but you can go out to the islands. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh. And they teach how much you does it cost to lots? But they will teach you navigation and um, and how to go to the islands without dying. That sounds appealing. Yes. Well, it, it made me realise that there might be a bit more to getting to the islands, like not crashing into rocks or other ships, mm-hmm. that we hadn't thought about. Yes. Usually our, our thinking was go in straight line until we hit island. Yes. And while I think that's true, I don't know, I'm quite tempted to talk to some people at CBI and say, so we're thinking about making this trip in this kind of boat out to the island. Mm-hmm. Is what you're teaching us here going to be enough to do that, or will we die our team is very reasonable. And it's going to be because I think as soon as you go out of the breakwater, there's like waves and stuff. Sharks. I don't know about sharks. There are whales. That'd be cool. We might get eaten by one. Yeah. As a punishment for something that we did to God. Or just because of pure random statistical chance. That's supposed to non-statistical chance. I think we're more likely to be eaten by a whale in cases of God punishing us, though. Really? Mm-hmm. Eaten by a whale is pretty low, low chance. Yeah, but I mean, do you think... Unless you were a SeaWorld whale tamer. <laughs> yes. Do you think God is particularly interested in punishing us via whale? No, no, but he, I mean, we know at least one case in the past where he's done so. Well, sure, but I mean... But I, I, can't, and I can't name a single case of a person eating by whale other than that, except for maybe Moby Dick, but that's fiction, so that's ridiculous. Not oh, the, right. Not the completely true word of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I think I think some Google would, uh, would be able to find us some um, non-God punishment whale. The true story of how I was eaten by a whale. Yeah, published on Gawker or something. Mm -hmm. One weird tip for not being eaten by (laughs) a whale. Whales hate this one weird trick (laughs) for not eating you. Oh yes, and tomorrow we're going to the physics of sailing, which should be exciting. I think my sister and her boyfriend might come out to be sailed around too. Oh, cool. Yeah. If that's seven, we probably have enough time to mm-hmm. sail a bit. And then... Yeah, no, my friend is going back to England tomorrow, so I'm actually dumping him on Jesse in order for her to take him back to the airport, because... That's so nice of you, slash him. Well, yes. Um, her, I mean, because this, this course only runs once. Mm-hmm. A year. So, it's more important than being a good host. Most things are. Mm, I don't know, I'm, I'm willing to, to be a good host most of the time, but when it's, hey, I can learn to vote a lot better... The, um, the only things I care about in hosting are the ancient laws of not murdering people once they've shared your hearth and bread. 
not murdering people once they've shared your hearth and bread. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's only an ancient law in uh, Game of Thrones, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, bread and salt or something. Does, does that mean somebody can break into your house, share your hearth and bread against your will, and then you're not allowed to murder them? No, no, no. I mean, they could probably threaten you until you shared it with them, and then you wouldn't be allowed to murder them. Oh, okay. That seems like a shit rule. No, I guess probably, probably they're not supposed to break into your house and murder. I, I assume that people break this rule all the time. Only in dramatic circumstances. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Game of Thrones is about, I think, Everyone cities and getting raped, right? Um, more just getting murdered. Okay. And there's just always the threat of sexual violence, less of it actually occur. Well, actually, I mean, there's a lot of it. Okay. How how are you? How was your weekend, other than my barbecue? How was your actually? How was your experience of my barbecue? It was pretty good. I was I was surprised at how few people there were, but so was I. That was fine with me because mm-hmm. there were enough. There were sufficient people. Yeah, food was good. Beer was good. Drunk got, Hussein got to did see get some... very drunk very fast. That's true. Drunk Hussein was was already there when we arrived. I believe. Yes. Well, you did turn up. Kind of. Was, late. Yeah, I was sober when Julian arrived. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd only had like half a cup by then. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna taste this, and then I like, carried on doing so. And Julian there was was there roughly on time, and everybody else was an hour plus after time, which is fine. Yeah, I figured showing up at three, we weren't going to be able to do it because we had something we wanted to do at three. That's that's legitimate. We went to the park with the dogs. That way, they were less more tired, less excited. The barbecue. Yeah, and the barbecue was good. Good food was good. Drinks were good. Company was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the night yes. the other stuff. I was really busy this weekend. Really? I had out-of-town guests Sleeping? on Friday. Oh, okay. No, I barely slept. It was very sad. Yeah. I actually fell asleep on my... Well, not literally on my guests, but while conversing <laughs> with them. Really? Like, let me just fall over. Very tired, yes. Good. And um, then on Friday... Uh, on Sunday, we played Dungeons & Dragons, which was pretty good. Nope. I'm vetoing this. We already had a not talking about Dungeons and Dragons episode, and we're well, not we going to have another. To have another. Um, <laughs> we, we had some more some more people from work join us. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. They might have been kind of bored. That's standard. Yes. I feel like there was something I was going to ask you about, and I don't remember what it was. Was it something to do with dogs? It might have been something to do with dogs. Oh, dogs! I good idea. I heard that. Uh, no, I know what it Jesse was. Jesse wants to get a dog. No, it wasn't that. And, a big one. and yeah. now the fact that I've remembered what it was immediately after after bringing up dogs is going to make me sound really rude. It was actually about Maggie. Um, about Maggie? Yeah. And dogs? No. So so she's coming on the podcast, right? I mean, at some point, probably. Okay, good. We should we should actually arrange that. A Maggie cast? Yeah. I think that'd be good. Jesse will come in. Maggie has never been to the road. Well, there we go. Jesse has, but she hasn't been to this building. Yes, good. We should. We should definitely make Maggie come on. And and Jesse? Yes, at some point. At the same time? No. <laughs> no, I refuse. Um, that that's too much. Jesse is already gonna tell awful stories about me. Oh, Maggie would like that. I'm sure but she, she would. doesn't listen to the podcast. So I she, would. She I would like rather have uh, a curated experience. <laughs> I curate everything about myself. It's. Uh-huh. I've noticed your your Facebook is heavily edited, highly With, redacted. Yeah. Um, as as is my Twitter, as and, and your photo, your photos are all are all shopped. Yes, I I photoshopped someone else's face on top of my face. I did see that, and also someone else's body on top of your body. It was weird that you chose to use two different people, though. Yeah, I mean, I guess they were both attractive, but mm-hmm. could have at least like matched them racially. But so everybody else lined up. Everyone else in the photo, I shot my own face and body on top of. <laughs> that increased your perceived attractiveness. Of yeah. The, the, Combination, yes. I should start start doing that with my own books. Putting putting other more attractive people where I am. Don't you remember when you were in this hot air balloon with my <laughs> wife? <laughs> what were you doing, you bastard? 
having a great time, apparently. I don't know if it sound like fun. Possibly kind of dull. Have you been in a hot air balloon? I have not been in a hot air balloon. It's been, it's been, I've neither been in a hot air balloon nor been in a hot air balloon. I, it's one of those things that I think people think everyone should do and I'm not actually that interested in. I would be interested if, if it was free. someone offered it. Yeah, if somebody if said, like, would you... Really? If it was minorly... If it cost some money but it was convenient for me to do, I'd probably do it. Because I think, I think hot air balloons are one of those things that are actually quite expensive, like in the hundreds of dollars range. Yeah, I would imagine. And I don't care enough. Yeah, I would I mean, much rather do I'm, something awesome. I have never been in one, so clearly I don't care that much. But if you were a hot air balloon... You would be kind of expensive and kind of awesome. Sounds, sounds fun. I'd rather go hang gliding or something. I would much rather go hang gliding. Hang gliding was one of the things on my list, actually. Huh. But yeah, I would definitely like to go hang gliding. I'd also like to do kite surfing. And Jesse said yes or no to that? Um, Jesse said don't kill yourself. Ah, that was fair enough. Yeah, kite surfing looks crazily cool. Yeah. It looks like a combination of all the things that will make me die. Yes. It's requiring coordination and planning. And I think the only way you can make it worse would be to be motorcycling at the same time. That would probably make it worse, yeah. Or have a shark strap your torso. That that often improves things in many ways. <sighs> I feel that, you like... You know, that's how they shot Sharknado. Kite surfing oh. the sharks tied to them. I see. Just flew around in a circle. Oh, that reminds me. I have to get Jesse to order um, Cube on Netflix. Oh, have you not seen Cube? No, we've talked about Cube before. I think we have. It's, um, it's quite the thing. And I have I have meant to order Cube on Netflix for a while, and most recently I... Is it not on demand? It's definitely not on demand. So I, I got Jesse to order Robocop, I still haven't seen Robocop, and I want to see Did, Robocop. Make sure you don't see the new one by accident. Yeah, she said to me, do you want the new Robocop? And I was like, what the fuck, why are you even asking that question? But after that, I think Cube shall be watched. Cube is a pretty good experience. Mm-hmm. Definitely opens your mind to the possibilities of giant skyscraper-sized cubes of murder. I had those in um, SimCity 2000. They were probably based on you. Mm-hmm. Do they murder people? Um, I think one of them implied that there were dark things lurking in the corridors. Oh, you're talking about the the, the, the Darko. Is that, that what it was called? No, but it had it was the one that was all brown and yeah, scary. yeah, and twisted up. Yeah, not yeah. the space rocket one. That, no, the that long makes Darko. You win everything. Did that one actually launch? I never built enough it, of them to have it launch. You had to build a number of them and then have like your entire city reach six million people or something. Oh yeah, I definitely never had that. Some city. That's a game that could use a remake. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I watched. I, I watched and enjoyed the failures of the recent SimCity. At first, I was disappointed that they were making it terrible, and then I was just enjoying all the disaster. Mm-hmm. They, after saying that they couldn't. Uh, that it was not remotely technically possible, they are now releasing a patch for offline play. Of course, because it was a, a blatant lie. Yes, of course it was a blatant I mean, it, lie. But... It was possible with a, a hack. At the yes, absolutely. But there's, So there's a difference between a blatant lie that they don't admit, and then a blatant lie that they don't admit, and then, and later, then later admit. Bit, like the, they, I don't think they admit it. I think they said they spent months, you know, months and years working on... The having to eat crow is, is the important but thing. I don't think they've admitted that they made a mistake. I think they're just desperately trying to grub more money out of it. Yeah, wow. Oh. I mean, they, they made a ton of money already, so I guess they're not really that desperate. I might have an angry programming thing to talk about. An angry programming thing? Yeah. Are you also annoyed with Mongo bulk inserts and why they sometimes seem to not insert everything? No. Oh, okay. My angry programming thing is all I want is a text editor that supports, like, vertical split so I can have two things at once and a console at the bottom. Hmm. That's all I want. And Have you tried Tmux? What? The window splitter for Linux. One of them. It's like screen, but with more splitting. That doesn't help because I'm on a Windows machine. Oh, right. Um, you can try uh, no Tmux pad- and MinGW. <laughs> <laughs> Notepad++ has NPP exec 
which lets you kind of sometimes execute some things. But all I literally, I just want the entire console piped to the bottom of my screen, so I can just type in SSH and it will work and everything does what. And it feels like this is one of those it can't be that difficult things. But given that I can find absolutely nothing that does it, and the only things that do it do something like it, and they're just like a really shitty limited subset of the thing, mm-hmm. it's it's just frustrating. What are you trying to show in the console at the same time as having text? Open? I would just... Could you just use, like, PyCharm or some other IDE that has this sort of thing built in? I could, but no, I I mean, like, an actual prompt. I mean, a real console, Mm -hmm. not, for instance, like, I don't just want to jump into the Python interpreter. Okay. But I would do, for instance, all of my R coding outside of RStudio and in a text editor that supported syntax highlighting for R and and, and stuff like that. If I could just SSH around and type in R and fiddle with the prompt and... It would just be. It would I bet be there's useful. a VI plugin for this. <laughs> it would be useful in a number of situations. That have you thought of just putting a window at the bottom with a, a command line? Well, that's there? basically what I'm doing now. Um, it seems like it works. Alt Tab is two more keystrokes than I want to do. It is way more difficult to Alt Tab. Very hard. So I'm I'm almost at the point of I might just do it myself. But then I googled around for how to pipe a console and basically found absolutely nothing. Yeah, just plug into the standard out of the console. Well, yeah, it would seem that like I could maybe run python.exe and then call command or PowerShell. Right, right. Um, and then pipe standard in and send it out. Weird. But then if I did that, then who knows what would happen if I actually like typed SSH and evaluated that. Yeah, that'd be that, a mystery. That might be a bit terrifying. So currently unknown. Mm. I'm sorry that this is difficult. I don't really have a lot to a lot to say about it because I just keep a console in one window and a text in another and dab back and forth or keep them in two tabs in the... Yeah, that is currently what I'm doing. It would be a minor improvement to my very privileged life. Yeah, or you could get it. You just change uh, alt-tab to be bound to some other hotkeys. Oh, I see. Yes. Foot pedals. I really like the foot pedals forward and backwards. I feel like I'm very, very slow today. I just feel very laid back. You need some toilet. You need some <laughs> cocaine. No, that would be good. No, like, get me going. Delicious cocaine. Drink some of that beer. Yeah, maybe that's why I'm feeling so Oh, you, you, yeah, just, you, do, you do seem a little flushed. Uh, now you seem to be sad that there isn't any left. I'm surprised at how, how well it went down, but also how much I had left. How much do you have left? Plenty. Nice one. I might, I might do a... Like, do you have a proper keg? A free beer thing. I don't have a... This is the thing, so the reasons that I... One of the reasons I want to get rid of it, or at least decanter it into something else, is so I can kick something off in that bucket. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a good intermediary storage. Pour it in your bathtub. Mm, beer bath, though. I don't know. I'd have to have a shower at some point, and then I don't think people would want to drink it anymore. Dilute it. Mmm, it's got a salty flavor. Full of hair. No. I would filter it first, come on. What if you filter out the alcohol? No. You can catch up the whole net, right? Yeah. Definitely. Well, you know, what should I what should I make next? I like anything that has the words Imperial Stout in the name. Oh, I'm not a stout drinker though. Uh, that's too bad. What about an Imperial Porter? Nope. Mm, black ale? Nope. Uh, well I'm there's really nothing left to make. Fair enough. <laughs> you should just make whiskey. That that is kind of tempting. I'd like to do well I mean I'd like to do a gin or something. That that requires a still. And I could infuse my own gin, but that would not require kind of a lot of effort. Yeah, I mean, I think infusing kind of boring. Yeah, infusing is just like, oh, put some stuff put in some, a thing. Yeah, put some, dunk some chili in a thing, take it out the next day, congratulations. My god, there's chili in it. Yeah. I, want to, I wonder if I can find a way of doing fast. What about like a triple? Ooh. 
Yeah, maybe. Grow wheat beer? Yeah, well, I did a blonde. Actually, a triple isn't a bad idea. I wonder if I can do a, a Belgian-style something, because Belgians are fucking delicious, and so is the beer. Yeah, and you can't understand what they're saying when you're trying to eat them. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's usually... If you feel less bad about it. It's, it's usually, please don't eat me in Belgium. They're very polite. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Would you please refrain from eating me? Um, I think we're probably done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we've just got nothing to say today. That's fine. Other than, like, good weekend, tired. Yeah, things happened. Um, yes, follow us on the Twitters and the emails and send us stuff. Send us anything. We are so lonely. We are, we're just locked in the, in the dark room that we were talking about last episode that, that Lewis lives in. And we just need some outside stimulus. We also, should... the, the screen only lights up to provide us with, with any sort of illumination when someone sends us a message. Yeah. Um, we should chase down our guest and make sure that he's ready for, for the episode. That he's prepared. Yeah, mentally and physically, emotionally and spiritually. Especially spiritually. Yeah. It's going to be a tough battle. Of Seance at the Brodello. <laughs> Dead at the Brodello. Oh, no! <laughs> Good. Goodbye, you lot. <laughs>